ended it there. It was funny. <laughs> Alrighty. Jacob Brown. Carson Gregory. <laughs> Jeez. All right, buddy. All right, everybody. Welcome back for another episode. Today is number 10. So I brought Jacob Brown on. He sent me a text and was like, hey, I really want to talk about some environment, uh, environment stuff. I want to talk about like the carbon tax and all that type of stuff. So I was like, why not? That's pretty interesting. Jacob's also a really cool guy. So that's a plus. So Jacob, what are we going to do today? What, what do you, what's the main thing you want to talk about today? Well, I want to talk about um, climate change and more, more specifically the solution to climate change. Yeah. That being, I, I think the best solution to climate change is a carbon tax. Yeah. So what, like into the carbon tax, what, what things would we be taxing just fuel? Would we be taxing uh, energy consumption, all that type of stuff? What do you, what do you think? Well, so pretty much a carbon tax would be, well, it's a tax on fossil fuels. So yep. it's a tax on, on like industry that um, produces carbon dioxide as yeah. well as other um, greenhouse gases such as methane. Yeah. For, um, yeah, also just industry, um, just energy companies, whatever. So do you think like factories, because I know uh, yeah. like like Stelco and that's uh, not Stelco or DeFasco in their local area, like they, they do produce a lot of uh, carbon. Would mm-hmm. they, so they would be taxed a whole bunch over overly just just because they're producing that type of stuff or would they, they would there be some other like breaks for them because they're a factory and they're producing a whole bunch of money to power the economy or? Well, so... So pretty much, so the revenue that the government generates from a carbon tax, yeah, I think should, I think what what would happen with the revenue is that it should go back to individual, so individuals as a rebate because yeah. well because obviously if you're taxing um you know factories businesses what they're gonna do is raise raise their prices yeah, so, and that's really the point of a carbon tax to increase the price of fossil fuels so people will consume less of it yeah that's and, true and that's an incentive for people, um, to move to more renewable sources. And so, and obviously the government will generate a lot of money with that. But, yeah. And obviously if, you know, prices of energy transportation increase and well, people that could hurt that, a lot of people. Yeah. What about, um, cause there used to be incentives for mm-hmm. like hybrid cars and electric mm-hmm. cars. Do you think that would like, that should come back just because it'll be easier. Like there'd be like a $10,000 tax break because we're taxing all those other things. Cause I know for sure, like when, uh, my parents were looking for a new car. They were like, oh, we should probably get a hybrid. And then just as they started looking for something, they got rid of them. And that just kind of ruined the opportunity. Yeah. So it would have been, we would have had a hybrid car, but they completely take took it away. Do you think that's something that should be there 100%? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree that that should be there. Um, yeah. Like that's, like, but a, a carbon tax is also like, would incentivize people to buy an electric car because obviously... If the price of gas goes up, that'll incentivize people to buy an electric car so they don't have to pay as much in gas, right? For sure, for sure. Um, so what are the... Because you seem to know a lot about this stuff. I want to get back to... Because what I normally do with all the other guests is... Like, what was kind of like the driving force of of your passion for like finding out information about climate change? Did you do like a school project on it or was it was it something along those lines? Um, yeah, I think I've done a lot of school projects um, on climate change within the past few years. Just thinking as far back as grade seven, um, I think for the science, for science fair in grade seven, I did about global warming. Mm-hmm. And also in grade 10 for two classes, actually, I did about climate change in, in physics and as well as English. And e- oh, so you took physics in grade 10? Yeah. That's hefty. I heard it, nobody enjoyed that. Yeah. I, 
I heard everyone did in grade ten in science. Everyone did pretty bad on the optics unit. Oh, I, I didn't. I'm not a science guy, so I can't even talk about that. But mm-hmm. yeah. So, do you have any other examples? Like, because I know there's a whole bunch of places have been doing carbon tax. Um, like they've been implementing them. Is there anywhere in Canada or like in the world that's implemented it and it's worked and it's become successful? Oh yes, definitely. Um, um, in Canada, British Columbia has had a carbon tax since uh, 2007, and it's been revenue neutral. So all the revenue generated, they would. Um, give back to the to the public in the form of rebates and it's actually had a well it, it was a pretty it was a pretty small carbon tax so it only reduced emissions by a couple of percentage points um but but it but it was still but it still did something yeah yeah and the economy in, in bc has still been doing pretty well i think i'm not sure it, like the exact statistics on it because last time i read that it's one of the fastest growing economies in canada yeah i know the gas prices there are insane and that's probably due to the carbon yeah. tax but do you think it was unfair in 2007 to have a carbon tax when the technology to support an alternative to uh, greenhouse, uh, no, so to fossil fuels was there? Because in 2007, there wasn't any, the only like hybrid car that you'd have there would be like a Prius or something like that. So w- was it, do you think it's unfair that they started a carbon tax when there wasn't the infrastructure or the setup for electric cars and hybrid cars to be there? Well, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't really, like, I don't really know much about like, technology and electric cars especially from that era so well, i really don't know no i'm just saying do you think like there's certain things that like since the technology wasn't there mm-hmm. and we can both say that do you think it was unfair for the government to go into it and go oh this is this is what you need we're going to tax you because we want you to drive less mm-hmm. with no other alternative do you think that was unfair or do you think it was right because they're focused on cleaning up the environment well like i think there's like there's ups and downs to that. Obviously, mm-hmm. the downs being, you know, some people like the electric cars were pretty expensive back then, so that could hurt a lot of poor people. But then the upside is that, you know, you clean up the environment more. Yeah, that's true. It, that, that yeah, that, it's a difficult topic too. No, well, not too difficult, but it's just like there's so many different issues that come along with it, especially with like the ice caps melting and like yeah. birds going and stick. Like uh, just recently, you know, the bird from Rio, like the the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, those the blue macaws just uh, went extinct. Now, oh wow! I didn't. Know which that. is like, yeah, that's another thing with the environment. Like, do we really care that much? Would it hurt our wallets, or would it completely hurt our planet? And that's like, it's like a big weight. Hmm. Do we really care? But it's also nice to see the push for all these different like electric vehicles and different alternatives yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but I talked on the other podcast with Nick was we were talking a lot about Elon Musk mm-hmm. and how he's got like the solar roof, the solar panel roof tiles that look oh, yeah. normal or like the power wall and all that stuff. And especially Tesla's and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But there's just all those different alternatives that are nice. Do you think in the future there's going to be an advancement in that? Te- well, there should be. But do you think that technology will be um, embraced by the government in the future or like through tax uh, breaks and stuff like that? Or do you think it's just going to get worse? Well, it really depends on, because like, I don't know if you've been keeping track on the Canadian federal election, but it looks like the liberals are going to lose and the conservatives are going to win. They're not a huge fan of the carbon tax. Even, yeah, it, it's weird. Even uh, for pol- like politics and stuff like that, it's it's kind of weird, especially just in the world as a whole right mm-hmm. now, because like with uh, Britain getting the new, because of Brexit and all that oh, stuff yeah. and all, like the carbon tax is such a, it's a weird because it's something that needs to happen. But everybody's so focused on different things as well with, which another thing that always comes up here is like the media kind of skews things. Do you see that too? Oh, yeah. Where like the media, you'll say one thing and you'll mean it this way and somebody will interpret it. And that's, how, I bet that's probably happened in both of our lives where you say one thing 
and someone interprets it as a total different thing and you get in trouble for it yeah. or you get something like the backlash happens like often people like take your words out of context uh, out of context yeah for sure and that, that's happened to me a lot believe me <laughs> and it's yeah it is a pain um because it's just it causes more issues and i think uh we need to kind of focus and f- have a thought to ourselves about is this what we need to do or is this the main focus and that seems to be an issue where a lot of people are like this is what we need to do and it's totally and it's like four steps backwards right do you see that too with like just the government or and other issues yeah like i know like the government in in the states they've been really like i know the united states um they they pulled out the paris climate accord which is yeah it's an international agreement to uh, an an international agreement to reduce carbon emissions and there's a lot of people in, in in the United States government, who don't even believe climate change exists. Yeah, some of them even believe the world's flat. But <laughs> no, yeah. So, is there any other things that um, that really like sparks or, or like angers you with uh, along the lines of climate change, like the ice caps melting or something like that? Well, I, well, yeah. I kind of one thing that angers me a lot about that is that a lot of people they're not really taking into to consideration the consequence of the things they do in their daily lives. Yep. I like, especially in a lot of first world countries, like we're doing so much better than in, than the rest of the world and climate yeah. change is going to have the biggest effect on these third world countries. That's true. Cause they won't be able to have anything to support themselves. After yeah. That. And what, like what other things, um, cause that is a really big issue. Just having like, uh, Canada, America, China, all those places that have all the, uh, so much power behind them. And they can't really make a decision to say, oh, we need to clean up the air. We need to clean up this. We're polluting way too much. And that's really just going to move downwind kind of uh, physically, uh, like physically and metaphorically. It's just going to move downwind and kind of just destroy those other countries because their air is going to be either completely toxic or we're just going to, they won't have anything to support themselves. Right? Yeah. Like another thing with climate change is that could, so some of the, the consequences of climate change are things like more heat waves and more droughts and we're obviously we're seeing in europe right now yeah, it's like, record, like record heat waves and that that's and i think that 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 should also be a concern to us especially in places like the middle east we're already getting a lot of refugees from the middle east as of now because of war and, war conflict. and all that stuff yeah and if there's going to be if climate change is going to worsen droughts then we're going to see an even worse immigration crisis that's true i didn't even think about that there's so many other yeah it's climate change has so many other back like pressures behind it right Mm -hmm. other uh, alternative sources kind of thing because you look at it and it's like there's not only one thing that's it's polluting the environment but it it's making other environments way harsher Mm -hmm. and even syria right now is it's terrible it's not a great place to be so if they make if if it gets like 10 times hotter what are we going to do there like we're going to have everybody's going to be moving somewhere because nobody's going to want to live there it's going to be mad max all over again yeah and there's a lot of like a lot of coastal cities could be underwater within the next hundred years. Due to yeah, even Los, like Los Angeles, it's going to be because it's real. Like, right, it's on the water, right? So mm-hmm. it's there's been talks of it going underwater. And even with like pollution in the sun, they have to use um, in some of the like the LA River, they use which isn't really a liver, uh, river, it's just dirt. But yeah, even in some places, there's they're using uh, in California. They're using these big black um, like balls yeah. that they float on the water, so it stops um, the water from evaporating because the sun's just beating on it the entire oh. day, right? So they 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 unloaded these like millions of big like of of balls that just kind of that are in the water, and it stops the uh, sun from hitting it, and it, they attract it to the the ball, 
rather than the water, which it it, mm -hmm. it works, but it's just like, why we shouldn't have to really do that because... Well, I wonder how expensive that would be. It's really expensive, so they're not doing it in many places. And it's, oh, it has okay. to be made of like this certain material that like reflects the, the sun back up, oh. which has also got some consequences as well because it's like a big magnifying glass. So anybody in that area is getting like beaded with sunlight from the water, which mm -hmm. is crazy. Um, what other things really like motivate you? Because I know you said before the podcast started like ph like pharmaceuticals. You want to go into that area. Mm -hmm. Do you think you're gonna like do something with uh with your chemistry degree that you want to get? Um, are you gonna do something to like help climate change or something like that? Because you're passionate mm -hmm. about it now, or do you think do you want to see it in the future? Do you want to start a movement or anything like that? Like. Really, climate change, like, I'm very passionate about that, but that's not really something I want to go into the workforce about. Yeah, well, there's not really a workforce for it. It'd just be kind of, like, behind. Like, from what I've been told, like, people who get, like, environmental degrees, those jobs don't really pay much. Yeah, that's true. So let's go to something you would want to do then. Um, what do you want to do in the future? Because, like we said, pharmaceuticals maybe have your own practice as a pharmacist. Is that something you want to do? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh... Like, where would you, like, go go into depth on that, because I'm, yeah. I'm genuinely curious, because we don't really, we don't, we rarely talk, and it's interesting to hear somebody else's point of view and plans. So, like, I've always been into the sciences, and more, more particularly chemistry, that's something that I like in particular, not, like, I also kind of like physics, I'm, I hate biology, I'm so bad at that, mm -hmm. um, so I guess, like, because of my interest in chemistry, that's um, why, why I've been kind of interested into going into the pharmaceutical industry, become a pharmacist, hopefully. For sure. Are you going to like try and own your own practice or something like that? Or are you going to like work for a bigger company? Uh, possibly. Like I, I, I really don't know. Like that's all in the future. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll go back to climate change cause I think <laughs> we'll know what to talk about, but there's, there's some things that like, it's kind of unchangeable now. Um, mm -hmm. what do you see as the worst thing to come down in the future where it's just like, we can't go back from there or like animals going extinct or like something like that. What do you think is the, the, the worst that it can get in the next couple of years? Do you think it's going to be the end of the world? Like many people say, well, or like, it's not going to be the end of the world. Like I've, I've heard some politicians say, oh, the world's going to end in 10 years. No, that's not. That's, yeah, we've had like so many of those, like, uh, 2k or well, Y2k or uh, like 2012, when they're like, oh, the world, the Mayan calendar's ending, everybody's gonna die. Or just even, like, the climate change thing. There's a lot of people that get, like, jump the gun on it, right? Yeah, like, like, climate change, it isn't gonna, like, it's not gonna end the world or anything. Like, it's an issue, it's a serious issue, don't get me wrong, but it's not like he, the human race is gonna go extinct because of it. Like, we, humans have survived many things in the past, such as, like, ice ages, or whatever it might be, but it is def climate change um, is definitely... Um, a threat to our way of life in some respect, depending on where you are, could get people killed. Yeah, do you have any idea which is the worst area to be in? Well, probably in, especially a lot of poor countries that simply do not have the infrastructure, um, like that do not have much access to clean water, you know, they do not have the in infrastructure to survive these stronger hurricanes that will be a result of So is change. it really just like an amplification of uh, like storms and stuff like that? Because for us, it's just like we're getting worse uh, even if you look at that thunderstorm uh, a couple days ago, mm -hmm. that was like kind of crazy to me because oh, I was yeah. I was outside. Oh yeah, I, I was coming that. home from work and I was just like, "This is super scary." And I was going down a trail and the winds just were like insane. So and I've never seen anything like that before, unless it was like a hurricane when I was in Nova Scotia or something like that. So there's like there's different parts where you're just like, "This is crazy." Do you think it's just going to be a, a large scale amplification of um, weather uh, networks and stuff like that? 
Well, uh, climate change definitely can make a lot of these weather phenomenons worse. Um, I know with the case with, you remember Hurricane Harvey back yep. a few years ago? I think there was a study that, that found that the, precip- the precipitation from that hurricane was three was three times worse because of climate change. So climate change can definitely make these hurricanes where it can make precipitation worse, which can lead to more flooding. That's true. Even like that. yeah, even with that thunderstorm that we had, the the like the the wash coming up from just in on King Street in that mm-hmm. area, yeah. it w- was insane because the water was flowing up on the road, and we were lucky that we were in our uh, our bigger vehicle because. If we were in a, a car or a small sedan, we would have been like flooded because it was oh, yeah. like half a foot of water, and you're oh. just like it's over the curb. And it was just in this one section. But if you imagine that on a large scale level, nobody's going to be able to drive anywhere unless you're in this, yeah. these big vehicles that are like floatable, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. These amphibious tanks or something like that. <laughs> like there's so many different things that like it's just there's so many variables with it, right? And it's kind of insane. There's nothing, and it's hard because unless we act quickly. And do stuff like that. Well, another thing that's polluting the world is the large-scale farming, right? Uh, like methane and stuff like that from cows. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's, do, that's do, do you think everybody it. should go vegan or something like that? What no, do you think I the fix to that is? I, I don't think, I don't think that's really the solution to climate change. Like, I don't think we're gonna be able to convince everyone to go vegan. Like, that should be an individual decision. Like, you want to oh, go for vegan, sure. But it, go for it, is, but is it the main cause? No, like. Methane is more potent than carbon dioxide. Like I think by like methane is actually twenty percent worse than carbon dioxide in terms of the greenhouse effect. But but that isn't the main cause of climate change. It's mainly our um, it's mainly carbon dioxide emissions. From yeah, because it's just a larger quantity of carbon dioxide yeah, emissions. Carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide. Uh, isn't there like isn't there like I heard it was like sixty percent though it was like cows. No, I don't, methane. It's I not don't, that high because I guess that number skewed. Because I I would have to fact check that, but I do not know much about cows contributing to climate change i've heard of it but i don't yeah know i it. i forget what it was i watched some documentary with it was like one of my english classes we had to watch a documentary and it was really it was talking about how cows and like the over um the over like overgrowing of cows because it, it would just kind of wipe out all of uh they were talking about specifically the states where they would have it's the farmland areas where they grow and grow and grow grain and stuff like that for the cows yeah they'd feed the cows and then kill the cows because and then that cycle would continue to happen and they'd continue growing and growing and growing and all the nutrients in that ground would get completely wiped out and then all the nutrients don't go back to the to the ground because the like the animals died, it would have decomposed oh. or something like that. But it goes into the people, which then it goes into the waste stuff and it just continues and continues and continues and then it doesn't go back to the ground and then the ground just dies. So there's so many different cycles like that. You see what I mean? Like there's oh, patterns yeah. That we're seeing and there's stuff like that happening, but nobody's doing anything. Yeah, I think a lot of people just kind of like to ignore issues like that and just go on with their day-to-day lives. Yeah, I guess that's like it, it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. Because you don't want to hear like the end, the world's going to end 24-7, right? Like that's yeah. just something you don't want. I think a lot of people really over-exaggerate issues like this. So, And if a lot of people think that the world's going to end in 10 years, they're just going to be like, well, I don't think there's anything we can do about it. Might as well do nothing. So I don't think we should approach climate change like, oh, the world's going to end, but rather it's a serious issue. That could have a huge negative effect on our yeah. children, our grandchildren. It's also pretty difficult to think about getting all of the countries together to work. You know what I mean? Where yeah. if you th- like the two, like two, the two largest countries, well, Canada and Russia and the United States, we'll put those us together in them. But the Russia is a huge country. Mm-hmm. Same with China. They're two. Those are four. They're, they're large powers, right? Yeah. How is it that we're gonna get? And this isn't a question for you. This is just like. How are we going to get those, uh, the, the Western powers, 
uh, and the Eastern powers to work together to stop something like this when we can't figure out, oh, let's stop playing with nukes and do that type of stuff. Like that's such another, that's another layer to the cake. That's like, how are we going to solve this? It's just insane. Well, I don't like, we're not in the cold war anymore. So. Yeah, but it's still like constant, like with Venezuela and all those other places. There's so many issues where, cause like there, there could have been an action in Venezuela when there's like, when that thing happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just all, all these other topics and other things that go along with it. Just because the world, there's so many things happening, right? Oh, yeah, like with, with Iran. Well. Yeah, it, that too. Um, there's just so many other layers uh, and people have been like speculating, oh, it's going to be the another de- next other d- desert storm or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that, that, and that, that just adds to another thing. There's more issues to, to worry about that aren't bigger than what climate change is. Do you think that? Well, yeah, there's definitely a lot more issues than just climate change, and you can debate on whether which one is worse, but I think we can all agree that both are issues and should be addressed. Yeah, but it's, it's just so much stuff to, to worry about, right? Yeah. Like, I guess, like, that's, like, something our elected officials are supposed to worry about and not us as individuals. Yeah, which, which is difficult, though, because there's so many people that are really passionate about it, and then there's other people that are just go, oh, no, it's okay, let's worry about the war instead, or, or worry about this, right? So mm-hmm. there's two, it's, it's always a scale, right? It's a balancing act. You never know, do we go full tote with this climate change, change a uh, thing, or go to figure out what this issue is and solve it and not worry about it anymore. But that's always going to come back, right? There's always going to be something else or something more more yeah there's always new, there's always new issues like like which with, with each election they're always talking about a new issue or a reoccurring issue like i don't like there's never going to be a moment where we have absolutely no issues yeah do you think there's going to be like do you think the best way to combat climate change is just slowly add in other things or do you think a big a, like not a ban wave but a wave of of laws and like amendments to change things and make sure that it's more uh, green or, or more energy efficient and stuff like that like well, everybody should have leds in their house that don't go out well i don't i don't want to go with it with like all these mandates like your house has to have this this and that i would rather as an a tax incentive with the carbon tax and obviously tax credits for electric cars solar panels etc um, like i think that's the best way to do it is with those tax incentives and then people can be like okay so right now because of this carbon tax um the price of gas is going up. Should I buy an electric car using the tax credit I, I can receive from the government and with the rebate from the carbon tax? Like that can be. Do you think that would be good? Yeah, I can. It's really it puts more of the decision in the hands of the individual. It's just the government rather than the government. Yeah, yeah, the government isn't really telling everyone what to do. They're just saying, okay, they're just they're implementing these policies that can like push them in a certain direction. Yeah, know, I understand that. I guess that. Do you have any closing notes? Because I guess I guess we're closing up on a time limit. Oh well. Well, I just, well, I, I think climate change is a very serious issue. I can speak to the camera. What What do you have to say? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll get the camera. So I think climate change is one of the greatest issue facing us today. Um, I think it's something that needs to be addressed. It feels though a lot of people are really ignoring the issue. And then there's also a lot of people who straight up deny. And I really think people need to stop being ignorant about it. People need to address, people need to do their part to reduce their carbon footprint. Like today, I, I, I didn't get a ride to come over here. I walked. Yeah, you walked. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's one way. That's one I, way of getting a bike or something like that. It, yeah. Especially just even like try to get something electric or like try not to keep your lights on or something like that. Just common things. It doesn't, not yet, at least it, it, we, most of the people watching this are young, right? So just find a way to do it yourself and figure out a way to stay green, I guess, right? Yeah, and also, um, if you're of the age, vote for parties that 
that have proposed that, that have proposed solutions to climate change rather than someone that's just totally against it yeah right. all right guys on that on those notes thank you jacob for coming we appreciate it thank you for being our 10th guest uh, yeah. uh, that is great uh all right everybody thank you check out all the other videos i'll have a playlist link here and some other stuff around here i don't know yet and maybe subscribe here all right guys thanks for watching have a good one